0: Get your Xperia XZ Premium smartphone from Sony today, on plan or outright, from Telstra, Vodafone, Virgin Mobile, Optus, JB Hi-Fi and Sony with world-first smartphone technology like super slow-motion video playback and 4K HDR screen that delivers lifelike colour and definition. A camera so advanced, it captures images the human eye can't see. For details and T's and C's, visit sonymobile.com forward slash au. Merrickville, 104.9, Triple M. Where am I? Welcome to. Merrickville.
1: Great Deputy Company City. Welcome back to the working week. Welcome back to the studios, Cam Knight.
2: That was that was a lot of energy to start off with. Yeah. I am pumped just by your welcome yeah, back.
1: It was, it was weird. Like I feel really kind of excited to do the show. I just went to the bathrooms yeah. before. Oh, and, no, oh like, what? No, and then up now, I'm now just really, really excited. He to do feels the a shot. lot lighter. I- <laughs> <laughs> Got lots on the show today. We're going to be talking about all sorts of different things, including the first moment you made your dad proud. My son made me extremely proud on the weekend. Eight years. It's taken him to... No, that's not true. I've always been proud of him. But it's a very gripping story and a beautiful, touching story. But up next, we're going to talk about possibly the worst band in Sydney is currently being created. You could be a member of it. Hey, uh, if you're in a band, Sydney, and you're looking for some bandmates but you're not very good... There's an opportunity has opened up. Lewis from Marsden Parkham, he's Mm -hmm. posted the following message on the social network uh, Reddit today. Yep. Yep. Shit, bassist looking for equally shit band members to start (laughs) punk band. That's perfect for punk, though, don't you think? Yeah. I I think it's a given. Yeah. Very good. None of the Sex Pistols
3: could play when they started. No.
1: have you ever seen a punk band going, Wow, that's incredible? <laughs> it was really tight. It was
3: great. It was great. Beethoven. <laughs> Lewis is listening and he's just gone, Cam, not just said we could be like the Sex Pistols. <laughs> that's right. No, no, Lewis, you can't. Is
1: that all he said or is no, there he more? Said, he said, uh, No, not kidding. Anyone else learning guitar or drums or anything else, I'm not picky. And at the point where you realize uh, the only way to get better is to play with other people, but you're probably not good enough yet. So if you want to start a band, I figure we all choose a couple of songs which we like and practice them, and then meet up and give it a shot sometime. Beautiful. Uh, Uh, We spoke to Lewis earlier today and he said that he's had so many responses that he's had to knock back offers already. Unfortunately, all of them have come from Nickelback. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Looking for something else to do. he said
1: 311 offers, (laughs) all of them from Chad.
2: I love the idea that he said learning guitar or drums or anything else. I'm not picky. I'm just going to rock up with a triangle.
1: Yeah, bang. Just, let's you do this. Let's that. do some
2: punk triangle, mate. Yeah.
1: Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> music, yeah. Look, I've already thought considered some uh, names for his band. Oh, yeah, what? Smashing Avocados. Awesome. Because mm. that's very Taught, current right now. Yeah. Yeah. See what I've done there. Mm. Uh, what about the Sex Text Pistols? <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: kind of current, isn't it? Yeah, it's there. I mean, see? Why don't uh, they just stick with what they know? Like, they're shit. So just call them shit. That's good for punk. Punk can't lose.
1: You can't Exactly. Beat, there's nothing you can do. The last one, I, I kind of like this, but I'm not, t- I'm not entirely married to it, is Tinderfinger. Oh, oh. I don't know no. what it is, but that's, I'm pretty sure it's grubby. That's, <laughs> that's pretty that's an, grubby. That's
3: an illness. That's the new tennis elbow. <laughs> oh, 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 what's happened to him?
1: He's got Tinder finger. Oh, t- oh.
2: Tinder surprise. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Tinder surprise is when you have to go and see the doctor on a Monday. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what <laughs> that is. Oh. Okay. All right. We brought it down. Uh, Cam, I was never uh, into music at school. I was one of those kids that had to get you know the thing that looked like a fish and had all the scales on it. You'd run you it. Yeah. Yeah. One of those things. Yeah. What about yourself? Are you a muser? We I any to... rooms that you might have been in a band.
2: We, we had, Yeah, I actually, when I was like 17 and 18, I was in a band. We were just a three-piece acoustic band. Oh, and we so were delightful. Oh, mate, we were grunged, inspired, oh, but it was acoustic. still acoustic. So we sort of thought that we sounded like Nirvana meets Alice in Chains. Oh, you and And we not, did all harmonies. And st-
1: I haven't heard your music, but you and I of
2: those <laughs> things. No, we weren't at all. But how's this, right? Um, one of the band members' sister, she started managing us, and this is in Adelaide, by the way. And oh, we guess
1: that part, yeah. And then we ended up <laughs>
2: we we called ourselves we called ourselves Damascus because I had uh, shoulder ho- shoulder length hair, which I dyed black, and on the box it was called Damascus Black. So there, there was the name for the band Damascus because bad. of some hair dye. Oh, no, it's not yeah. good. Uh, it's so not it's great. It sounds <laughs> like <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> I'm in a heavy metal band. It's Damascus. It's such an
3: earnest name to give yourself as a band. It's so... also
2: a biblical city. Yeah, like no, I told Dama- my dad. It's in Syria. Syria. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's serious, like, man. what are you it's doing, hot mate?
4: Hotspot <laughs> <It's
2: like, laughs> hot for rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I. Uh, <laughs> you in a rock? Yeah,
1: take off your orange jumpsuit. Oh, too
2: soon. We ended up on a compilation CD of Adelaide bands of punk, heavy metal, and rock and roll, and then there's us, three-piece acoustic in the middle of the thing, with a song called Smile, and and that was it, it's the lamest song, it is the, and how's this, Uh, we broke up, because I ended up sleeping with our manager, who was one of the band members' <laughs> sisters, <laughs> and then uh, we only had done five gigs, and one of the ba- the other band member freaked out saying, We're getting too successful, man.
5: Oh,
2: <laughs> We're getting too successful, and Again, bailed. Adelaide. <laughs> Adelaide. We've be- done five gigs and ended up on a compilation CD, and it was all
3: too much yeah. for him.
1: Seven Channel said, What do you guys want to be? Do you want to be Super Jesus? No, let's pull the pin down. We're
3: right. out. Well, <laughs> we dug into it. the archives. It's, uh, it's not a Triple M condoned oh. song, but we
1: do have a sample. Okay. Let's
3: a so, do smile so this by this is. Damascus. mask this,
5: is this.
1: Original, what year is this Camp? before here oh mate oh, 19 no what
2: is it 1996 or 1997
1: uh-huh. 1997
2: is... I can wait for here, the we here we go this here we go Oh, this is the reverb You like it, don't you? You know what?
1: Seriously? That's awful.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh, I thought I got you over. (laughs) (laughs) That
1: was truly awful. It hurt me a little bit. (laughs) Walk the walk, play the talk.
2: Let laughter guide you. Let laughter guide you <laughs> to your heaven is the lyric. Sorry,
1: you, did say, you did say you were a Christian. I know. <laughs> that is,
2: it's absurd. It's absurd. <laughs> And it's called smile because because I was being grungy and depressed, and I'd read an article that smiling releases do- dopamine and oh, happiness, Jesus. and so I was making myself smile to feel happy. Yeah, that's how
1: oh. these people release
2: their bowels. <laughs> I challenge you here at Triple M to play the whole three-minute song. Oh, no. Can we put it up on the website? Can we at least put it up on the website? We
3: might. We might be able to get, get it approved it online. I strongly doubt we'd be able to get it on air. No, no, no,
1: no. I'm kidding. But that was was, after was twenty-two
2: a, years, mate, it's finally had a play on air.
1: Okay, one triple three five three. Let's <laughs> open phone. Uh, You won't be ridiculed like Cam. It wasn't that bad. It, it genuinely wasn't that bad. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't um, great, but it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Uh, I want to open up the phones. What was your band name? Your band name was Damascus. Damascus, which at the time seemed like a really good idea, but yeah. that is like that is literally like naming your band Syria. Yeah, yeah they yeah, were going to go it's with Aleppo, good. but they changed. <laughs> didn't yeah. work out. Um. So give us a call, one triple we have done this before, because people, you know, so many people were in bands, yeah. you know, high school bands or their early 20s, or whatever, and maybe they still are, but the band name is such a snapshot of the time, because so much thought goes into it. So I want to hear, you know, the process of how did you come at, around with the name? Because it's, you know, it's not normally just something that's popped in the head. Yeah. Like with you, I mean, obviously you've taken it from a box of uh, Just, Hair for, Dye. just for Men. You've got from a box of Just for Men or Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so you know
2: I think it was a female black, uh, black, I didn't get, I didn't even go and buy the man's black either I was the lead singer, that was me singing too by the way, that's pathetic
1: 13353, three, three. what was the name of your band? Joined this afternoon by a former musician uh, now, now tragically a comedian Cam Knight his uh, career cut short by a lack of promise um,
2: <laughs> and an illicit affair with the manager yeah, that,
1: well, let me, at least you've got that as the backs off with blame. Exactly. he's going, well, I was actually in the affair. Oh, that's kind of cool. Hey. As opposed to just saying, we tried too hard. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work out. Uh, we're talking about, you know, the bands that you started. Well, this, this came off the back of an article in Reddit um, of a man called Lewis from Aston Park who's trying to find a, some bandmates for his punk band yet to be named, but we have settled on the title of Tinderfinger. Uh Taking your calls. <laughs> What's your band called? We've got Dion in Manly. Hello, Dion. How are you, big fella? Very good indeed, all right. hit this with the name of your band. First of all, tell us how it came about, and then tell us the name. Uh, I think it's a bit of a location joke.
6: So uh, I think we were coming into where we were playing for the, the night, and we hadn't settled on a name, and basically we came up with it. And? Rear access
1: denied.
2: Oh, Ooh, rear oh. access denied. So that sounds a bit punk too, actually. It says, mm. a, bit,
1: it says a bit homophobic too. <laughs> it does.
2: What sort of music was it?
1: Oh, it was
3: rubbish. I think were with it's a
2: solid genre.
3: That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Thank you, Dion, with Rear Access Denied. He could have, they could have just acronymed that and it's just RAD. And oh, yeah. everyone would be asking. Oh, that's
1: actually very good. Rear Access Denied. Okay, yeah, all right. Uh, Brad in Wollongong. Hey, mate, how you going? Very good indeed, all right. Tell us how you came about with the name for your band and then the name.
4: Um,
5: just frigging playing about in the, the lounge room all the time, mate. I think the mum got, over over bringing jamming in the house, mate, she come out one afternoon and just said, Guys, you've got to stop. Honestly, it you've given me a migraine. And the guitarist turned around and said we've got oh.
3: oh, so Brad, uh, Brad's, Brad's Brad's line's going to go into crap, but I think the end point was that he's they've called their band migraine, migraine. as a result of mum oh, saying you're giving, yeah, 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 yeah. you're giving us a migraine.
1: Oh. Migraine. Wow, lucky she wasn't eating a packet of grain waves. Otherwise, it would have been my grain waves. They've co- they're delicious, And they just things.
2: sing a
3: Soundgarden parody.
1: <laughs>
2: migraine, my
1: migraine, my migraine.
3: My <laughs> lucky she didn't come out and say, You're interrupting dad, my special time.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> they say Cam's just started doing a bit more singing now. Like, yeah, I know. Look at me. I'm like trying to, like to pitch here. Yeah, like <laughs> if anyone at Sony's listening, <laughs> it's like he's been let off the leash a little bit. He's gone, Hang on a second, I can make a comeback. <laughs> Ben in Hoxton Park. Hello, mate. Benny. Is he there? Benny. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Eric. There you yeah. Go. Good, mate. All right. What was the name of your band? It was called Slim Boys Fat. Three Boys Fat? Slim, Slim, Boy. Slim, Slim Boys. Slim Boys. Slim
2: Boys Back. Slim Back. Boys Fat. Fat
1: Boys Slim. So oh, like, like Fat Boys Slim. But, but
2: Slim Boys Fat.
1: Yeah. I cannot believe that that didn't take off. How many members <laughs> in the band? Just three. three. Three of you. And what sort of music did you play, Ben?
4: We just played covers, mate. Pretty much uh, alternative things like Helmet back in the day. Oh,
1: Helmet. Go- yeah, man. They're a great Adelaide band. <laughs> yeah. They're from Adelaide. Yeah, they're from Adelaide, oh. Adelaide. One of the members is from, I think one of the members is from Adelaide. Not entirely, you know, you can't take full credit for it, but I think the drummer, I think the drummer from Helmut's yeah, right. from Adelaide. Okay. Hardest drummer in the world at one stage. Right. Um, next to Dave Grohl, the two hardest drummers in the world. Hit the skins the hardest. Why do you know this about this? Because they, they wrote an album called uh Betty. That was a what? wicked album, man. Yeah, but what about
3: Slim yep. Boys Fat? Slim Boys Fat man. Who
1: gives a shit about them? <laughs> <laughs> awful. Let's get back to talking about Helmet, for <laughs> Christ's sake. Sorry, mate, that was tough that enough. That that I know, look at you. The guy who never got to play exactly. anything Exactly, you, you just Classic. played that good, <laughs> thing.
2: Whatever that's called. What is that called? What is that called? I really need to know what it's, that it's instrument's called, called.
1: One Step Up From Being In The Sick Bay.
2: It's called Lonely.
1: <laughs> it's called The Virginal Raft. What? Got Dan in Cornell. Hello, Dan. Hey, man, how you going? Very good indeed. Were you in a band? What was it called?
4: Well, it was in uh, high school and it was like uh, just a uh, half a band because uh, we started it and uh, we called our band uh, Priestiality and the Altar Boys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes! Yes! That's excellent. Uh, we, wrote, we wrote half a song, then the teachers found out and uh, we, we were shortly disbanded thereafter. What was the song about? Oh. Uh, it was just called Spit in My Mouth. <laughs> oh. Here
1: comes the money.
0: Sorry, I go. think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary, here's a word from our sponsor. Adam
6: McDougall is the health hacker. Health hacking is simply hacking into the tools, tricks and routines of the healthiest, happiest and most successful people in the world and applying these little tricks and routines into your own life. I'm a health hacker because I've been a professional athlete for 20 years, but I've also combined my experience as an athlete with my university studies, from economics to nutrition and sports science, with the practical application that I achieved as an athlete to help people hack into their health. In each episode, I'm going to share with you the tools, tricks, and routines of the healthiest, happiest, and most successful people in the world. You can hack into your own health and live a happier and healthier life. The Health Hacker with Adam McDougall. Listen now at podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app.
1: Cam, I had a pretty special moment on the weekend. Did you? My little bloke, Wolfie, is eight years of age. He's been playing uh, his first season of uh, Auskick. Oh, yeah. AFL. Yep. And uh, he's only a little bloke, and it was his first season. And I did not I deliberately didn't try to push him into AFL. Uh, just because I like the sport or any, any sport, actually. Mm-hmm. He played uh, one or two years in soccer, and then he decided he wanted something different. So mm-hmm. then I forced him into <laughs> AFL yep. um, at this year, and it was his first season. It was you know, kind of a new thing to him anyway. Uh, and oh, as you'd like to see, he's progressed well throughout the season. He played his last game on Saturday. Yeah. Kick the bloody goal. Oh, what a little legend. Kick the bloody goal. Is that the winning goal? Did they win? They won, oh, cool. and I think it was the second-to-last goal. It was only about three minutes to go, yep. and I saw him from opposite on the other side of the field because I actually have to be in an adjacent park. I'm not Are yours, to, you're, you're one of those yeah, dads. You're I'm screaming that, at Yeah, because I'm oh, that dad. Yep, I actually yep. have to be in another suburb watching with binoculars <laughs> so no one can hear me. Uh, and I saw him take possession. He weaved past two players yep. and kicked it through the sticks, and I just went, <laughs> This <laughs> is getting drunk tonight. Both of us. <laughs> <laughs> not Cancer just you me, boy. Not just you, son. I am too.
2: That's no, a joke, of course. Yeah. Um That's did. a good moment. That's a very good moment.
1: And the thing is, what was great is that uh he knows that how much It's it weird means today. that he was
2: playing full back though. I know <laughs> Completely
1: out of the position And it was on the girls team Which is weird So I don't know But look Let's not diminish right, His well contribution He got a goal he, uh, he got a goal And I was pretty wrapped The only thing too Is I bet him at the start of the season I said I'll bet you 50 bucks That you can't kick a goal this season So oh, he yeah. took 50 off me With three minutes to go He took he took 50 out of my wallet You wanted that You gave him the 50 bucks I Gave him the incentive Yeah I had to oh, But he's audience. literally As soon as the game is finished He's come straight up to me And just goes Dad i kicked keep the goal And he could see in my face how proud I was Yeah, And I could see him And he just knew yeah. that it, You know I'm always proud of my son He's a yeah. great kid I'm most proud of How compassionate he is As a human being mm-hmm. And intelligent he is But When he saw his dad's face And his dad's gone <laughs> 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 I could tell then He's just gone Oh hang on This is a new level of pride, yeah. He's like, I reckon I can get another fifty out of you. <laughs> I was planning on breaking into his car, but all let's just kick a goal occasionally. This is I get, sweet. I get a pineapple for free. <laughs> yeah. Can you remember that moment when you're a kid, when you like you looked at your father's eyes and you realised this is that moment where I've made my father proud for the first time, like really proud. No, I'm still waiting for that moment.
2: <gasps> uh, no, I I think um I used to go I used to go my dad used to teach me how to drive in the car illegally and because uh, I grew I up in the country that. and he really, he and I just used to bond. I was way underage and he'd let me drive the the Gemini, we had a Holden Gemini and I think he was pretty impressed with me the first time uh, I got it up to fourth and I cracked up to like 85k on a dirt road wow. and then I stopped it and he gave me a bit of a look and a nod and I was like, that's awesome. How old were you? <laughs> oh man, I reckon I was probably 10. Oh, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> Yeah,
1: it's a country.
2: It's a country, mate. I learnt to drive when I was ten. Yeah, ten in a Holden Gemini grey Holden Gemini. That's a proper car. That's not
1: like a go kart or like a little dirt bike, like that. That's a proper car. Yeah, it was great.
2: We just used to drive it around the showgrounds, and there was a straight down the down the part of the you know the the showgrounds, and you could open it up there and. And get it going. I got up to 85Ks. And he goes, now, just pull it up here. And I did. And I didn't do a skiddy. And he goes, oh, mate, that was good.
1: 85Ks yeah. in a whole Gemini when a you Gemini a tent. How is your dad not in jail?
2: Because yeah. there's only one cop in our town. And he yeah. got done for DUI. So no one took him seriously.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Phil. Can i I'm just going to put you over there. Sorry, Phil. You're a drunk. Okay. No, for, <laughs> no, fair call. That's on me. Yeah, yeah. As you were. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a great moment. I remember the first time my father, I looked at my dad. And went, oh wow, he's you know quite proud of me. Like yeah. I really connected with that, and I, it was recognisable on his face. Yeah. So I mean, you were ten, my boy was eight. You know, I'm talking mm. about you know that pride you get when it's a defining moment, it's an achievement moment. Mm. And um, my father, I didn't see any of that until I was about. 14. I was 14 years of age, I think it was. Up until that, it was just largely moments of disappointment (laughs) and degrees of disappointment. I remember seeing, I have so many great memories of disappointment phase. (laughs) And then when I was 14, um, I was doing Taekwondo and I was uh, in a state competition and I won. Mm -hmm. And my old man looked at me and it was the first time I'd ever seen him be proud of me ever with anything I'd ever done. It wasn't shock. No, it was definitely was <laughs> shock. And then he clasped his chest... <laughs> He fell to the ground. And then when he went to the ground, I kicked him because I said, should have had more faith, you asshole!" <laughs> and ran. Thanks to Xperia XZ Premium smartphone from Sony joined this afternoon by comedian Cam. you got gigs on at the moment, Cam?
2: I, uh, yeah, I'm just touring around with the Sydney Comedy Festival showcase again. They just tour regionally. But then I've got a solo show, just a one hour of, of my stand up yes. on September 1st at the Comedy Store. Excellent venue. Yes, it's going to be great. Yep. So if you want to okay. come. And what times it? It's at seven o'clock. You can go to camnight.com.au for any information on tickets. Get some
1: tickets. What else has been happening in your world?
2: I had an interesting experience, actually. I did a show out at Rudy Hill RSL a while ago, Mm -hmm. and um, I wanted to talk to you about this because I don't know if you've ever experienced similarly. Like, you know when you do a gig and then you have to take photographs with some people afterwards, you do a little meet and greet or whatever, you have a bit of fun, sell
1: some merch, that sort of thing. Yep. When you say merch, do you mean the ones that come with little tiny plastic bags? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if that's what you mean. Yes, I do know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, right. Read um, me like t-shirts. t-shirts or or like that, I don't know what you I mean. Just, yeah, I just I exactly. just sell them
2: the clothes off my back I sell <laughs> them the smallest
1: car you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, uh,
2: I had a photograph with a uh, couple of ladies in their fifties, and I was um, look. I don't know if it's harassed is the word, or it was. Look, I got a full grope happen to oh. me, and I kind of part of me really liked it. Then the other part oh. of me was not liked it, but I thought it was very funny. And um, okay, so we had to stand there. I had the two ladies on each side, and mm. I was giving them a bit of a hug, sort of oh, thing, see, as you took a photo.
1: That's a classic pincer move. That's the that's the cougar pincer,
2: mate. Yeah, she went in mm. and grabbed me on, on the, the behind, and oh. then but went in deep, oh. like right in there there. and gave it a squeeze. And I had to just sort of smile through gritted teeth while the photograph was happening. Aren't you meant to cough? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she was just doing a medical check on me
1: and uh, everything's, I'm fine. You've grabbed a cold spoon, settled yourself (laughs) down and and moved on. But I just sort of like, oh, that was nice and it was weird. No, no, let's get hyper specific here. okay. So she's gone a bit of a a grope on the backside there, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now has she gone on in a, inside the thigh? Are Not we talking in, the thigh. About in the thigh. No, then? in my in between in the in, the, in my so two she's cheeks. She's come up underneath that. She's
2: come in the on the cave. side and yeah. then just
1: put. You don't need to demonstrate. You I'm, I'm trying words. to show you. But <laughs> she's put oh, in I she's putting like his words. Everyone else is it, <laughs> it. Went
2: into the it went into show the crevice the between my two that's, cheeks. That's inside. you. I'm going to say bum crack. Yeah, she's inside. I'm going to say it. I just said it. That's where she went. Okay, and then gave it a squeeze while
3: she was there. That's too deep. It was deep. That's for for a for a for a mum, she had organised a backstage meet and greet though. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, we just heard, what is it? we heard a band earlier. But she was, didn't even buy no, my merch.
2: She didn't buy my merch after that. She took the photo, squeezed oh, okay. me in the butt, didn't even buy my stuff. She got a
1: free grope Walked okay. off. Okay. So what you're saying is that if you buy Cam Night merchandise, <laughs> you, you can get, squeeze. You, you, get you can to do whatever you it. want
2: to me. Give me your money.
1: Right. Okay. <laughs> so what you're essentially saying is that you are a prostitute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Of course I am. It's confirmed. So how many? So if they buy two or three items, say they buy three items of merchandise. Three grapes. <laughs> get in there. <laughs> <laughs> what well, do I have to buy to get to the front?
0: of oh, oh, the queue. Oh, I meant to the front oh, of the sorry, queue. Sorry. No, I did. I meant <laughs> the
1: front of his pants. Okay. Yeah, not. Uh, always good to check in with you, mate. Good Thanks, to see mate. you. We'll catch you again soon. Cheers. Six men are very lucky to be alive after a whale threw their boat and about eight, eight eight and a half metres into the air. In the wit Sundays on the weekend, the group was returning from reef fishing on a trip on Saturday afternoon. A large humpback whale breached underneath. This is why we should hunt them. This is why we should hunt them down. <laughs> I'm with the Japanese on this one. Uh, the, I'm joking. The impact of the collision uh, with the whale was so great that the guys on board were violently thrown around the boat. Two men knocked unconscious, and the skipper, Oliver Galea, suffered a wicked gash to the top of his head. And you can see these images. They're posted on social media and also, too, I believe, on our socials as well. Yeah. Uh, get, ugh. And the skipper, Oliver, uh, he you could see inside his head, like, like proper inside. Uh, He's bald anyway, so it looks like, you know, like when you peel an egg and you see something similar but different. Uh, and Liam, you're not good, eh? I cannot deal with this stuff. Like <laughs> the, the image is, yes. oh, it looks, it looks, oh. it looks like it's from a movie. He's got a proper gash in his forehead, right? Wicked scar, but you can proper see. The bone, like the, the, the frontal lobe. Not the, the frontal lobe, not his actual brain, but, you know, the, the cranium there. You can see the front of it. It looks kind of weird, but funny. You don't like it, do you, oh, well, no. Have another look. Have another look to no. be sure you don't like it. Have another look. You need to have a little bit of a sick time again. It
3: does make me feel incredibly ill, which is why when you suggested, why don't we do when have you seen inside yourself, mm,
1: mm, I had to mm. go and have a bit of a lie down in the corner. We'll get to that in a second. But first of all, let's get to the skipper's uh, missus, <coughs> Rachel, who joins us on the na- on the line now from Ellie Beach. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rach.
5: Hi, how you going?
1: Really good. First of all, how's your old man going? How's uh, Oliver?
5: Yeah, he's a bit worse for wear. He's um, yeah, he's a bit beaten up. <laughs> he's
1: got a wicked. He's got a wicked yeah. hole in the front of his head there.
5: Yeah, yeah. He um, he got uh, eight stitches to his forehead. though. So.
1: but you could see like the skull. His it, it, skull. It, yeah, it, that's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty full on, isn't it?
5: I know. He sh- he's like he showed me because they they patched him up on the boat. Yeah. Um, And I was obviously on on land waiting for the boat to come back. And um, yeah, he showed me in the hospital, and I had to walk away.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you, Rachel. I'm going to
1: ask, and this is not going to... Rach, this is going to make my producer, Liam, very uncomfortable when I ask this, because this is what I would have done. Did he take the opportunity to touch his own skull plate?
5: (laughs) No. With his finger? I don't think so. I'm not sure.
1: Opportunity missed. I would have got my finger in there and had a little touch just to feel if it feels like a tooth. Or It's not very often you get to touch your own bone from the inside. You know what I'm saying, Rach? little alone your skull.
5: Yeah. The doctor did. Um, and the doctor was actually taking photos of it because yeah. he was just amazed at how bad the injury was.
1: Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, so don't touch it. Yeah, do <laughs> touch it. Mate, missed opportunity. Hundred yeah. percent, Rachel. Can I ask you if you had a big split in your head like uh, your husband Oliver did, right? And you get a gash there, and you can see the bone there on the front part of your skull. Would you have oh, touched? Laughing
5: out, just thinking of it. No, yeah. sorry. No, you
1: are. Am I the only person? <laughs> I to touch, touch that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch somebody else's skull. That's weird. I'm not a doctor, but I'd have a go at my own. Hey, Rach. Sometimes
3: when people get, you know, people who are victims of shark attacks always get asked, "Oh, how do you feel? Would you go surfing again?" What's Oliver's reaction towards whales now? Is he on board with the Japanese?
5: (laughs) Sure, maybe not that extreme, um, but he's definitely, yeah, he's definitely going to be extremely cautious in the water now. So, Mm. do you um, think that just came from nowhere?
1: Do you think we should start harpooning whales to be sure, be safe? (laughs)
5: No, look, honestly, I think, um, I think whales are amazing, beautiful creatures. Mm. Um, and it was just, you know, one in a trillion accident that happened, just this whale out of nowhere. There was no whales around anywhere that they could see, and they're just coming back from a really good day's um, fishing.
1: Yeah.
5: Um, and they were really excited. They were all going to get together and have dinner at um, the local restaurant here, Fish Divine, um, and have their fish, you know, cooked yep. for them. and yep. um, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, the boat's been thrown up out of the water where the yeah. wave breached underneath and thrown the whole boat up out of the water. So, yeah, yeah and, and then it's, it's pretty sort of come, come crashing down.
1: Rach, did I hear Oliver just kind of pop up there in the background? He sounded a bit <laughs> groggy. Is he all right there?
5: He's okay. No, he's, he's having a sleep. Poor yeah. bugger. <laughs> is he on, is he,
1: he'd be on some wicked pretty – he'd be like on Doan or something like that right now. Is he on endone? What's he got? <laughs> oh,
5: he's on, he's on some pretty good painkillers. It's yeah. um, got – Heavy jetty antibiotics because of obviously, you know, the bone being exposed. So. Yeah.
3: I hope you're not, I hope you're not relaxing him by playing whale noises no, or anything.
1: No, no, don't. That's a horror story for him. It's
5: a horror show there. I and,
3: think
5: so. Yeah, and to be I fair, it's, so.
3: to be,
1: I don't, I don't want to, you know, cast suspicions on your relationship, but it's probably not the first time that he's had an exposed bone. <laughs> okay. That's, grow up. No, Merrick. no, I will not grow up. <laughs> Rachel's still there, which means <laughs> she's laughing and that's okay. <laughs> so inappropriate. <laughs> Rachel, uh, all the best to you and to uh, Oliver there. Uh, we've got the uh, the image up online because it's a pretty nasty gash to his head. And as I said, you can see his, we can't see his brain, but you can see the bit before his brain. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. It was
5: pretty, yeah, it was pretty bad.
1: <laughs> it's epic. It's almost as good as a shark attack, but it's a whale attack. But congratulations yep. on surviving it and uh, wish you all the best for today.
5: Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for the call. All right.
1: Thanks, you Rachel. take it easy, Rachel.
5: <laughs> How great is that?
1: I want to open up the phones now. I knew this would be a fun thing to do. They've
5: already started. No. There's already so many. one two,
1: three, five, three. When did you see the inside of yourself? Oh, no. <laughs> Don't go to a song yet. No! No, I <laughs> wanted to make you sick on air. Inside. Like, can you touch the bone? Maybe you've seen your femur. 104.9 Triple M.
0: Here comes the money. Sorry, I know. think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor. The next billion seconds are the most important in human history as technology transforms the way we live and work. The smartphone, barely a decade old, has given billions access to information and capacities they've never had before. It's changing what we can do, and it's changing the shape of the future. So what does that future look like? Hi, I'm Mark Pesci, the host of The Next Billion Seconds, a new show on Podcast One. Join me as I speak to some of the brightest minds shaping that world, the people who are spending their lives forming that future. We'll hear about their work in helping shape those next billion seconds. Listen at podcastone.com.au or on the Podcast One app.
1: Triple triple M. Surprise, surprise. There is a million calls. There is a million calls for asking you, when did you see the inside of yourself? There's a bloke called Oliver. He's a skipper on a boat up in the Whitsundays. Uh, There was a a whale breach. It went underneath Mm. the boat, threw the boat around. He split his head open. And as a result, he could see his own skull through the skin. There's a big gash (laughs) on the forehead. Huge one.
3: It's an extremely graphic picture. It is up on our Facebook page. So warning, if Mm. you do head Mm. to the Merrickville Mm. FM Facebook page, Mm. you can see the image.
1: Don't. You don't have to. No, it should. you should. You shouldn't. Oh, look, I've been, uh, I wouldn't say fortunate. I'd actually say unfortunate. I've only ever seen uh, a bit of me um, inside <laughs> a couple of times. Once when I, I sliced my finger when I was a boy, I went to go and put a knife through a tomato and I went right out the other side and went <laughs> just straight down the, in the, oh. between the fingers and I could see the bone and I went, ah, that's all right. And then it filled up with blood. Mm. Another time, and this is a good one, I was using an angle grinder without a uh, guard because that's what you did. I was cutting a piece of pipe. And when I was a, um, I was a, a Bill's Labourer when I was about 19 or something, 20. Anyway. Who gave you that an angle grinder? An Italian guy. <laughs> and it's people who might know the trade. Sometimes some, some traders in those days, you just go, you don't need a guard. Anyway, and it hit the pipe, the pipe buckled and it bucked back, and the, the wheel of the angle grinder, which at, at the time had a, a metal um, a disc on it, came back and just hit my knuckle, right? <sighs> and took off perfectly, took off this little strip of skin right on my knuckle so you could just see the bone. It just touched the bone, but not enough for it to be a problem. Uh, so I could see the bone, and because it was a wheel, like it was a grinder wheel, it had seared it as well. So there was no blood. So it just it just stayed there like that, and the most remarkable thing, and I can remember just flexing my finger and just seeing the bone move through the, I that.
3: would literally rather be talking about anything else this than hearing
1: my favourite thing.
3: This sort of stuff, Dean.
1: Um, Dean on the Central Coast. Let's make Liam spew into a bin. There you go, mate. Very good. All right, far away. Oh yes. Tell me your story, Dino.
4: <laughs> All right. This was a bit of a grinder, incident, as you're talking about. Oh, yes, they're um, good, aren't they? As in the dating <laughs> yeah, it
1: was, app? Or? No. It was,
4: it was the exact thing you're talking about. No. Yep. No guard yep. and an old school, only a little grinder. Yeah, yeah, me too. I was, um, I'm, I'm doing form work. Basically, uh, I've got a lift shaft formed up and I've got a bar that's stuck in the wall I've got to cut out. And I'm hanging off a scaffold, crouched in the crouching position, sort of leaning over the edge of the scaffold. As I've got, I've turned the grinder on, got in position to lean out. As I've pulled the grinder across me, the lead got caught in the scaffold and pulled it out of my hands. So it went somersaulting down, hit my knee about probably no. 75 mil above my kneecap and went down towards the inside, missing the kneecap, but just cut through all of the flesh all the way to the bone and was like cutting through butter like
1: it. Happened so quick. <laughs> don't, they, don't they move quick, Dino? Hey, I uh, like out the fact that I've just gone, oh, did I did hurt my tiny little finger. And Dean goes, oh, I carved open my leg like a Sunday hey, roast, like a ham
3: at Christmas time. Dean, Merrick, here's a thought. <laughs> Put the guard on the grinder. No. Well, to tell you the
4: truth, it wouldn't have mattered if the guard was no. on it necessarily because it hit it. It just, it just hit it at the perfect spot. Yeah. Did two somersaults, crushed the leg. Bang. <laughs> like butter. It happened that quick. I didn't even realise it had cut my leg. Oh. I was trying to get the grinder off the ground and realised my like <laughs> there was blood everywhere. I lost I went straight to hospital five you know, five days in hospital, neurosurgery, the whole lot.
1: Right. Incredible. And he's
4: lucky he got
3: full function of the leg back.
1: Yep. It yeah, mate, you're year. lucky. You're, you're lucky you didn't hit your third leg, Dean. Right, Let's okay. move on. Okay, thank you, Dean. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Talking if
3: anyone it. is calling up with a grinder third leg incident, I don't want to hear
1: about <laughs> it. <laughs> it's only a matter of time, Liam. This is Merrickville. You kidding? <laughs> I'll have uh, I'll have <laughs> a last calls before five thirty. Let's get to
5: Nicky and Gomea. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Have you seen Hi, the Nikki. inside of yourself? Uh, well, not my inside, but my son. He um, he was a mo- going to a modelling job. On the asphalt and split his head uh, from the nose, the tip of the nose to his forehead open. Oh. Tightly opened it up, thought he was okay, got up and a lady turned and said to him, I think you'll be going to hospital, and then passed out. Oh. You could literally see inside. Oh,
1: inside the nose, the, the, yeah. the bone? When the, did the bone come up through the. Right through, through the nose?
5: past the bone, past it. So, yeah,
1: yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that in a very ugly circumstance once where the bone goes through the nose. And it's not a good look. So how's his well, modeling career going, <laughs> Nicki?
5: Literally literally opened up at you <laughs> Actually? Still okay. Yeah. Still okay. Yeah. He's a hand yeah. model. He's got a scar to tell, you see.
1: But is he not as good looking as he was as a result? He's very, he's very rugged looking these days. Yeah, I bet he is. <laughs> if he's busting his face over, rugged's a way to put it. Nikki, that's fantastic. Thank you for sharing. Got Ben and Penrith. Hello, mate. Hey, how you going? Really good. We're taking the stories about when you've seen inside yourself.
6: Yeah, mate, um I was out on my farm a couple of years back and it was at night time, we decided to go out for a bit of a chase of pigs around and see what we would get and I um, <laughs> fell through a barbed wire fence oh. and I cut the rib cage open. Oh.
3: Hold on. Wow
6: That's yeah. cool.
3: What do you mean you cut it open?
6: Oh well I fell through the barbed wire fence, I caught my shirt, got caught on a rip and I thought it thought nothing of it about Oh, 10 minutes go five feel all this wet stuff run down my side and it's all blood and yeah there's rib cage there.
1: So you've had a look there and you can see the ribs there and they're all white, I presume but you might have been yeah. able to do did, did you touch the bone with your finger?
4: Oh well as a curious kid I was, I did, yeah. Bang! There no. we
1: go. I told you people do that, Lamb. I'm not the only person to do that. And did it look a little bit like, you know, like a, a little concertina? What did it look like? Did you how many ribs were exposed? Just one or oh. two?
6: About two. two.
3: <laughs> you should see Liam's is, face, Ben. Oh. It's priceless. Why wouldn't you put apply uh, apply pressure? Go to the hospital. Don't poke at it. Um, he did apply pressure. Oh, His well, mates were there. That's peer the pressure. He applied peer of... pressure. <laughs> peer pressure is a pressure. It's a real pressure, Liam. Don't. Everything all right with the ribs now, Ben?
6: Yeah, everything's all right. Yeah, yeah, no problems.
3: Yeah, you learnt your lesson not to go out hunting pigs at night.
6: No. Uh, still go
1: out. Ben, can yeah. I make one small suggestion? The next time well, you go pig hunting at night, you take a fully powered angle grinder with you. <laughs> Sasha from our news desk with the latest headlines. What's yeah, going on, Sasha? Yeah, thanks, Stash? Mez.
5: A real feel-good story out of the NRL with James Tedesco, a big superstar for the West Tigers despite their weekend loss. After the game, a young Tigers fan called Ashton was given a pair of personalised pink footy boots from his hero. They're now his most prized possession. In fact, he's even taken them to bed with him. So
1: Saw that. Yeah, That's great. What a
5: great thing to meet your absolute idol and superstar. There's nothing like it as a kid.
1: I think that, you know, that is one of the great things as a child. When you meet anybody famous, but particularly there and, and an idol of yours like that. That poor kid, he just went to water and, and you, know, yeah. it's, you know, it's a pretty big star. I mean, you know, Teddy's the, the real deal. The bit. story's
3: up on triple n.com.au, yeah. and you can see how he's he looks really sad in the photo, but it's just because he's so happy that he got yeah. to meet Sadness of Joy is what he's got. Exactly. He's got sadness of joy. And that he's a West Tigers supporter. Well, quick,
1: quick whip around the table here. Uh, did we meet anybody famous as we're kids? And because I want I'll open up the phone. one so actually. Um, who did you meet as a kid? You know, when you're a small small child and you have that, that impression, you met somebody famous, somebody massive for the first time, and you just go, oh my God. Liam, who
3: did you meet as a kid? Well, I got to, I was a, please don't make fun of me, Merrick. I'm going to. I was a ball boy as a, as a young man. Oh, I can see you I, as a ball boy. Of, enough that <laughs> private school. I said,
1: when have you met somebody? Not oh,
3: no, for the, for back in Adelaide at a exactly. t- tennis tournament, I used to be a ball boy, and there was a, uh, um, a charity match on that Pat Rafter was playing in, and I was a ball boy at it. Wow. And Pat Rafter's partner kept on stuffing up, so I got to step on court and play a game of tennis with Pat Rafter.
1: That's
5: awesome. That yeah, wow. it was amazing. So
1: not only did you get the medium, and he's a great guy, Pat Rafter. Great guy, yeah. So that's good. You met a hero, a proper good bloke too, and you got to play tennis yeah, with him. Yeah, and wow. he was awesome.
5: What about you guys? Can you top that?
1: Uh, I met... Um, uh, a guy called Telly Savalas When I was about nine years of age On a family holiday He played Kojak In his really, really old oh, kind yeah, of Oh, yeah, yeah so He's bald And he was also yeah. in He was also in the Dirty Dozen The movie He was also one of the villains In one of the Bond movies as well And he was the first person That I'd ever met Who didn't play sport for a living Yeah And I was just like Wow, you're a bit creepy Because you've got a bald head And I've been warned about people like you But anyway I mean, You weren't actually movies. that
5: cool, were you? Nah, no, no, nah, <laughs> nah. yeah.
6: Maddie? Uh, Gene Simmons from Kiss How old oh, were you oh, when wow.
1: you met Gene 12? Simmons? Twelve. Yeah. Okay. How did that come about? Well, blood coming out of his mouth. Uh, oh, okay. That so was getting... scary. And what? high heels. Where were you? At a kiss concert. Oh, thanks. You were twelve. How Where'd you go get... with?
6: Yeah. Oh, my brother snuck me in. That was Your my bro- first gig. Okay. Oh,
1: Your brother what? snuck you into 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 a kiss concert. Mm. That's okay. Your mum wasn't there. <laughs> <No>. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Gene Simmons has got a reputation. Oh, yeah, true. You've got a very long tongue. <laughs> one I 3 5 3 oh, that got weird.
3: <laughs> He's leaving the studio
1: You've upset him He's going to call his dad oh, It's good. He doesn't know who his dad is How's he going to call him? <laughs> oh, you just tuned in We're bullying people one, two, one 3 5 3 Who did you meet as a kid? When you met a hero Or somebody famous For the first time as a kid It's one of those Life-defining moments Who was it? it Who's your dad? Taking calls, one 2 for three five three. Who did you meet as a kid? A young Tigers fan. Got to meet uh, James Tedesco, and he's just, poor kid, broke down, tears, emotion. It's a great thing. He's meeting a hero, and the hero provided. That's what impresses me. And as a West Tigers member, looking forward to him doing that next year at <laughs> oh, another scene. So, i uh, got Chris on the Central Coast, mate. Hello. As a child, who did you meet?
6: Hello, fellas. Um, I, uh, I met Mel Gibson.
1: Oh, oh, that's massive. Well, he's not yeah. massive. Was but- he yelling at you?
6: <laughs> no, but I was terrified of him. I was eight years old. And um, we had a guy in our um, soccer club who basically claimed that he was Mel Gibson's nephew. And, you know, typical bunch of eight-year-old boys are like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Good on you. Yeah. Let's tease you for the next year. Um, so we did. And then uh, next year, Mel Gibson rocked up to one of the games and was standing on the sideline. Oh, Jesus.
1: Oh, holy cow. Yeah, and yeah, you get to
6: yeah meet... so...
1: did he... Was he smoking bungers the whole time? Because he loves the darts. Yeah, yeah.
6: Yeah, what well, he actually was. This is like Mel Gibson sort of couple of years after the first Lethal Weapon.
1: Oh, so, um, what! Yeah, mate, you've got so... him in his rig's prop. Did he just <laughs> knock his shoulder out so he could put it back in the, in the Martin place?
6: Riggs, of the... mate, yeah. I should have had a straitjacket for him. It was like oh. uh, I was just expecting him to. To do that scene where he chokes someone out with his legs. You know, yeah, the, I know I was, that.
1: It's like the was, best scene. <laughs> yeah, that's
6: right. I was terrified.
1: Mate, that's <laughs> incredible. And then you just think maybe I should have just given him benefit of the doubt. Incredible. I've met Mel Gibson uh, when I was a mm. full-grown adult. And I've always said this is one of the most intimidating characters I've ever interviewed in my life. Yeah. I should say that meeting um, Mel Gibson and interviewing, it was, I was constantly at, on point waiting for him to knock the taste from my mouth.
3: I interviewed him at the beginning of the year. It's not the same. No, remember because that interview that you said I can't be bothered going to do.
1: I didn't say that. I said I'm still scared. Let's get to Gordon in Campbelltown. Hello, Gordon. Gordon. Looks
3: like we've just dropped out on Gordon. Oh, okay. We'll get we're to Aaron Bondi. To... Hello,
1: Aaron. Hello, mate. Very good indeed. All right, who'd you meet as a kid? I met Kylie Minogue and Michael Hutchins
6: at Parsley Bay.
1: Oh wow! Really? Okay, was that? Were, yeah. they, were they an item officially at that stage?
6: I don't know if they were official because I was only quite young, but I remember the little bridge at Parsley Bay. You there? We were having a little picnic on the beach and and me and my sister went up to walk across the bridge and they were standing in the middle of the bridge and, like, Michael Hutchinson, he looked a bit strange. He had all his leather on and all that. You know, he really stuck out. You know, it's not obviously something you wear when you're hanging out at Parsley Bay having a picnic.
1: No, I don't call – it's not the normal kind of regular (laughs) swimwear, is it? Mm. Yeah.
6: yeah. And uh, Kylie had, a, like, a real short peroxided hair. I mean, they stuck, they stuck out like dog's balls, mate, you know? And we, we obviously, even though I was young, I knew who they were. And yeah. um, I went up, we went up and said, hello, hello, hello. And my little sister loved Kylie Minogue, and she kind of came down and gave her a little hug and said hello. And um, did, you, and did you try to me, hug
1: her as well? Did you try to give her a little hug? Nah, did you try to nah. give Kylie I, a little I, hug?
6: I really, I used to love in excess, man. Yeah. And, I, and Michael said to me, oh, hi, Michael, hi, how, how are you? And he said, hello, little man.
1: Wow. It. Mate, enough and that was it. enough. Well, you've met Rock Royalty, mate. That's a great one as a kid. Uh, I've got uh, one more call here. <laughs> oh, here we go. Go <laughs> yeah, Josh in Cronulla. Hello. Hey, Benz. How you going, mate? Very good indeed. All right. Who'd you meet as a kid?
5: Yeah, uh, Funny enough, it was you, mate.
1: Was it? You met me. You and Rosso. Uh, whereabouts? Whereabouts did you meet us? Ashfield Mall. Where? Ashfield Mall. Oh, Ashfield. Ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mall. 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 Oh, I thought you meant the bowler. There's a there used to yeah. be a ten pin bowling um, centre there years ago, and I you did, did go a lot of gigs once. there. No, no, I went there yeah, once. Mate, I might can't be too young for that. I can't remember part of those early years. I was, did some, did some, <laughs> quite. Josh, damage. let me.
3: What was the set? Set it up for me. Where were? What were American? were they doing? An appearance? Did you just bump into them randomly?
6: I oh, just ran and bumped in. It was a bit of an awkward encounter,
1: but hey, I was it? about twelve at the time, yeah, so What happened? What Don't say, what, that, what? <laughs> Don't say yeah. I was about twelve no, at the time no, was no, 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 It was an awkward encounter. Makes us sound like, like we're grooming.
3: Hold on, keep Josh, Josh, where did you were, you just ran they were just walking through the mall together, were they?
4: Yeah, well I'd, I'd finished school, I was only in year seven at the time. I'd finish school for the day and there's saw both at the mall and went up and said good
3: day, so did they yeah. give you did Mes give you much? No, no, it's just a, here you
1: go, mate. And not too much. I would have been eating something. Surely I'd just been to glory Jeans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's
3: something. Yeah.
1: Stopped off at. It's been a interesting uh, day in local politics here in mm-hmm. Sydney because the state government and the Lord uh, Lord Mayor Clover Moore of Sydney uh, have come to a resolution about tent city. Now, tent city, of course has been based largely uh, at Martin, Martin Place. Place. But also, too, if you go down through uh, over the, the old uh, tram lines down at Glebe, you'll see um, homeless people living in tents down on the Oval there. And there mm-hmm. There's a little ground there near, not far from the fish market. You often see people living in tents there. So it's not necessarily – Tent City, I think, is not necessarily one location. It is uh, an unfortunate indictment on homelessness here in Sydney.
3: Yeah, near Wentworth Park, there's a big community of it as well. And yeah, near yeah, Central Station, the park yep. just across from Eddy Street. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, and it has been a problem. It looks as though they're going to act. They've had a meeting and they've decided that they're going to rehouse these people, which is great. Treat them with uh, decency and respect and, uh, and then try to find the more permanent digs, which is great.
3: Uh, Clover actually came out uh, not that long ago because they have just re- resolved to yep. move it all and it's going to move tomorrow morning. Here's what Clover had to say. Clover Moore, the Mayor of Sydney City Council.
5: What the homeless people really wanted was to know that there would be a safe place where they could meet and get support. Tonight I'll put to council that we'll put up $100,000 to go towards that safe space and the government is also going to uh, co-sponsor that with us and we will establish that as soon as we can
1: Absolutely, and $100,000 is a lot of money. But, I mean, in fireworks terms, and that's the way I think Clover Moore likes to do her sums. It's just like, how, many, how many fireworks is that, guys? Oh, it's only about, it's two minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can, mm. well, I mean, we can cut the hour and a half of fireworks we've got <sighs> scheduled for every night this week to just put that into keeping people the streets um, Actually,
3: if there is anybody uh, who's, who is homeless listening or knows of homeless people who are in a bit of help, there's uh, something going on in uh, Church Street Mall in Parramatta at the moment called Evolve Housing, which I believe is offering uh, homeless people the chance to have a shower, get some
1: That's great. Uh, medical services, yeah, I've heard about this. talk this
3: to excellent. some um, health workers, all yeah, that sort yeah. of stuff. So uh, make sure they check out that area.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a great thing they're doing there. Good initiative. But of course, being uh, our own council here at Merrickville, how do we address what is normally the very serious situation of tent city i'll tell you by being dickheads
3: yeah it was a big weekend and apparently it wasn't that type of massage shop
1: either was he asked to leave hey guys hey Hey, man man. good weekend (laughs) mine was okay didn't end as happily as i thought it could have but (laughs) that's another story hey uh
3: what's on the agenda Well, Mayor, we have to discuss the issue with the Merrickville Tent City.
1: It is growing week by week. Oh, sure do. It's a bloody disgrace. They're there every Saturday selling candles and other useless pieces of crap. One guy sells beanies, jars of honey and cabbage. What the shit kind of business model is that? I say we shut down the entire Tent City. Uh, Man,
3: I think you're talking about the Saturday craft markets.
1: I sure am. Bloody Tent City. We'll soon shut that down. No, no, they are licensed traders.
3: The tents are permitted, and it's a really important community event.
1: Full of wankers and hipsters.
3: I like gosleme. Is
1: that how you say it? Gotsleme? Gotsleme. Gotsleme? Gotsleme. Gotsleme. Well, you can call it Kurdish meat pancakes for all I care. It's delicious, and it has approval to stay. So all the rest of Tent City is useless. Move them on. I'm talking about assisting homeless people. Is there any surprise they're homeless? Seeing the shit they're trying to sell? Earrings and lavender bath soap? No wonder you're destitute. Sell Godslamay. That stuff is awesome. Gozleme. Mayor, I'm talking about the homeless
3: people being forced to living on the street because of a lack of a decent home. Uh, are these the people who are
1: broke because they eat too much smashed avocado? No, 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 that's the hipsters. Although they're struggling to get a home too. Oh, have they thought about selling godslamay? I can't get enough of that stuff. Gozleme. Well, I'm getting hungry. Any ideas for lunch? Fried rice. No, wait. Gozleme.
0: Thank you for visiting Merrickville. And be a Merrick Villian. Uh Merrick Villite. Merrick Join us on Facebook or Twitter at Merrickville FM 104.9 <laughs> Triple M. Get your Xperia XZ Premium smartphone from Sony today on plan or outright from Telstra, Vodafone, Virgin Mobile, Optus, JB Hi-Fi and Sony with world-first smartphone technology like super slow-motion video playback and 4K HDR screen that delivers lifelike colour and definition. A camera so advanced, it captures images the human eye can't see. For details and T's and C's, visit sonymobile.com forward slash au. Merrickville, 104.9, Triple M.